Welcome back, everyone. This is episode five of Sisters in Arms. We are so happy that you guys are here. We're really excited about today's topic. We've been talking about stabilizing truths, and today's topic is that God's purpose for me is Christ-likeness. And Bethany and I were talking, and we feel like a lot of times this concept of Christ-likeness is misunderstood. So we're really excited to kind of flesh this out with you guys. Um, we look forward, as always, to any feedback that you would care to give us in DMs or um, other platforms. <laughs> uh, but Bethany, you want to start us off with our first passage we're going to look at? Yeah. Well, actually, um, we had five, I think, passages, but as we were sort of scoping out the podcast, it's just impossible to give uh, mm-hmm. to give enough to each passage in 15 minutes. So we decided to just go with one, maybe two, if we're good with time. Um, and even when you introduce the topic, we've been talking about it together for a while. And mm-hmm. uh, when you introduce it, God's purpose for me is Christ likeness. It just sort of seemed whoa, (laughs) very like no pressure. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So let's talk about this concept of what it means to be Christ-like. And um, we're going to be in second Corinthians 3, 18. um, And I'll read it for you here. It says, but we all with open face beholding as in the glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. I love that verse, but we all, he's talking to Christians and it's significant that he says all because the um, context here is when um, a few verses up, he's talking about Moses who was on the Mount. Wow. What Mount was it? Mount Sinai. I don't know. Wherever he got the, I think it was Mount Sinai where he got the 10 commandments. Thank you. (laughs) Where he got the 10 Mm -hmm. commandments. He spoke with God for days and days. And when he came down, uh, the second time, right. I'm, I'm, Mm -hmm. I have, I didn't think about this beforehand, so I don't want to get the story mixed up, but he had uh, a veil over his face because he had to put a veil over his face because the congregation, the Israelites couldn't look at him. He was so transfigured by the glory of God. They couldn't even look at his face because it was shining so brightly. So wow. it's talking about um, um, Moses, which put a veil over his face. Um, and so, uh, but now he says, but we all now, all of us, we can all look on the glory of God as a, like the image of God, um, look to the example of God, um, with open face. We don't have to put a veil over our face, um, because, uh, we're beholding as in a glass. Okay. Like a mirror, the glory of God as in a glass back then they didn't have mirrors like us. So most likely they use like polished metal or something, which mm-hmm. wouldn't give up a, a perfect picture. It'd be maybe a little blurry, maybe a little distorted. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now that's how we see because we're living in a little bit blurry, a little bit of a distorted viewpoint um, because we're, we're still in this world. We still battle with yeah. sin. Mm-hmm. There's still, you know, all of the ugliness of the world. Um, It says with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image, the same image that we see in that mirror of the Lord 
were changed into that image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. Um, and I love that pat that um, phrase glory to glory. I used to think of becoming like Christ uh, as like this diagonal, like imagine on like a whiteboard, somebody drawing a diagonal line all the way up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what maybe it looks like to some people, but if you zoom in glory to glory, I don't know if the original language means this. I didn't study it out, but I I think of it as step by step. You're not going up and then coming back down and then going a little further and coming back down. It's not like, you know, becoming spiritual and then backsliding a little and becoming more spiritual and backsliding. It's just step by step by step, Mm -hmm. glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. We've been talking about this, the Holy Spirit in our Sunday school classes where where I live and, and minister at church and the Holy spirit is super powerful (laughs) in, uh, working this, um, Christ likeness. So that's kind of a passage we can keep in mind as we talk about what it looks like to become Christ-like and what that means, Mm -hmm. you know, when the rubber hits the road, what does that actually mean? I don't know if you want to jump in. Yeah. We were talking about this, like, how does this look? Why is this truth anchoring? You know, to some people, if you don't understand God's heart behind that his purpose for us is Christ likeness. It could feel like, um, like some sort of impossible command or like, a that, um, I think we talked about this before we started recording where, you know, God is doing things to us so that yeah. we shape up, you know, and that's totally not no. what God does. That's not his heart. And so, um, I was talking about this with Bethany earlier, you know, what does this mean for me when I'm in the kitchen and my four-year-old asks me <laughs> why for like the seven millionth time in a row? And I just was like tuning it out until finally I'm frustrated and, and like about to blow, you know, mm-hmm. maybe none of you are in that <laughs> um, stage of life, but that's where we're at. And I'm like, what, you know, what is God? Why, you know, why is this? Oh, this is so hard. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's not that God's heart for Christians, for people who've decided to become part of his family, it's not condemnation anymore. God says there is no more condemnation because Jesus took it all away for us. So he doesn't look and say, oh, there's Emily not, not measuring up again. Like, here we go. That's not it. It's it's that he he is redeeming our nature. He's, he's so amazing and so wonderful and so powerful that he can use even little moments like that to help me understand the glory of God and experience it for myself in the middle of the kitchen. You know, at that point, that's the beauty of the gospel. And it, the gospel can impact everyday life exactly like that because Mm -hmm. he's redeeming our hearts and helping us to become more like him because he knows that it's our tendency to go back to, um, you know, serving our flesh, serving our old nature when he's given us a new one. And so that's how he helps us to break free from the old nature um, and to serve him 
And that's where we find true freedom and satisfaction and joy is in. And that's why that's his heart for us is Christ likeness, because he knows that's what's best for us, mm-hmm. how we get true satisfaction and joy and peace, um, even in, in those moments and even bigger trials, obviously, yeah. that we experience. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about while you were talking, um, so we're our trial, um, quote unquote, is just so varied for so many different people. Um, mm-hmm. you know, for my daughter right now, she's hungry. <laughs> you might hear in the background, <laughs> I don't know. Um, or, you know, uh, we have, I mean, many friends and acquaintances, family who are just facing the whole world for the last two and a half years have faced just trial after trial, heaviness mm-hmm. after burden, after all these things, inflation. Yeah. I just ordered groceries. <laughs> That's on the mind. <laughs> uh, all these problems. And we can be really tempted to look at God and ask why, why is this mm-hmm. going on in my life? I'm doing everything right. Um, I remember a time in my life several years ago, I, I was actually listening this, this week, we'll link it in our, in our Instagram somehow, (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, this, I was listening to this song, um, by the wild it's called come be with me. Um, if you search it on Spotify, you can find it. And, um, there's a phrase in there that says, uh, basically don't worry. None can change what I have planned. And I remember almost literally shaking my fist and saying, really, God, you actually planned this for me. Like this is, yeah. you're actually in control of what's going on right now. And I mean, obviously God doesn't speak audibly to us, but it was the Holy Spirit saying, actually, yes, Bethany, I am in control of what's going on. And if you'll let me, I'm going to work this out for good. I'm going to make you more like me. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that song, I was blubbering the whole time, the whole time <laughs> I was word. listening to that song. Um, the, I mean, I, I think I had to pull over actually I was in the car and, um, the end of that song is, um, talking about how eventually we're going to be with God. Mm-hmm. Um, he, it says, come be with me, uh, says the master. And I mean, I think about, the pain and the suffering that so many are going through right now. Um, Mm -hmm. probably all of us in some Avenue or another right now. And just knowing that one day, I mean, God's purpose for us at the beginning of time was to be with him and to be whole right now we're we're created for. Yeah. Right now we're broken and our world evidences that Mm -hmm. and he redeems moments for us. Like you were saying earlier, Emily, we catch glimpses of what that glory is going to be like. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet. So we have to wait and we have to be patient and we have to grow. We have to learn. Uh, but, but one day I am going to step into heaven and mm-hmm. I'm going to be in the presence of God and I'm going to be glorified. I'm not, I'm not going to be on the journey of sanctification anymore, which is what this becoming Christ-like is. It's a journey of sanctification that we're growing through every day. And one day, I mean, it's going to be wonderful that all the, all the death and all the pain is going to be gone, but what causes all of that? It's sin. 
and sin is going to be gone one day. And I'm so excited because I don't know about you. I, I cannot wait for the day that I can worship my savior without any sin in, mm-hmm. in my life, in the world. Um, and it's coming, uh, because, um, uh, go, we're gonna, I wish that I could read all of these passages out loud to you. Um, the second Peter chapter one talks about it. Second first John chapter two, um, a bunch of them. We're going to list them out, uh, probably in the show notes as well as, uh, Instagram, but, Mm -hmm. um, what a, what a blessing, what a redeeming thought to know and, and stabilizing truth to know as women, when we're facing difficulty, uh, we can, we can rise because we serve a risen savior. Uh, we can battle, we can be sisters in arms because he's won the battle and we can, we can fight to -hmm. become more like him. And one day we'll win. Uh, well, actually he has won. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but one day we'll, we'll see the victory, um, uh, in the presence, in the presence of our King. Yeah. Before I read our um, our theme verse for this podcast, I feel the need to clarify that becoming more like Christ is not anything that we do. Mm-hmm. Literally, the Christian walk is surrender and saying Christ lives in me and through that, me. Mm-hmm. It's all Jesus. And doesn't that, that take all the pressure off? I don't know about you, but when you're in the middle of a trial, like for example, right now, our family, we're waiting for what feels like forever to adopt. And mm-hmm. it's just a really long process. And over time it's expensive and all the things. And over time it can feel just weighty. And I feel sometimes I feel this pressure to like learn and grow and do am I do reacting mm-hmm. right and do all these things. But the gospel isn't do this, do that. It is God has done. And he works in me. And so if you're feeling that pressure from this stabilizing truth that God's purpose for me is Christ likeness, don't. All you have to do is is ask God to work in you and Jesus to live through you. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, we need to obey. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like when we ask him to work in us, he's going to tell us what to do and we obey. And that's we read this morning. That's the only way to grow in grace. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to know everything that God says, but the only way you can grow in grace is if you try to obey. Mm-hmm. And how cool is that? Like, yeah. <laughs> God says, obey, and I'm going to help you do it. Yeah. And here's my gift of grace to help you do it. It's mm-hmm. just a beautiful thing. Beautiful a little taste into next week. My gift yes. of grace. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. Let's read our, um, our theme verse for our podcast. Psalm 25 verses 4 and 5. And I hope this is the heart's cry of every listener. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long.